This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM 89.3. Time now to turn our attention to China. And we're looking at a few issues from Beijing's expectations on the outcome of U.S. President Joe Biden's upcoming talks with his uh, Chinese counterpart Xi Jinping to the possibility of President Xi's hold on power facing serious challenges, as well as China's latest claim relating to Taiwan. Tan Don Wei, China Bureau Chief of the Straits Times, on the line helping me out. Good morning, Don. Let's start off with uh, U.S. President Joe Biden. Now, he says that he was in the process of making up his mind on easing U.S. tariffs on China, and he's planning to speak with President Xi this week or soon. In fact, U.S. Secretary Janet Yellen has also come forward to say that some of these tariffs on China inherited from the former President Donald Trump serve no strategic purpose. Now, Don, from Beijing's point of view, what are they expecting to come out of this conversation? I mean, how open is President Xi with regard to this chat? And in terms of timeline, how soon will it happen? Hi, good morning. First about the tariffs. I think we've talked about this previously, that the Biden administration has signaled that it is thinking of lifting them to curb inflation, which rose to 8.6% in May. Ms. Yellen says these tariffs that they are thinking of removing are those that serve no strategic purpose, but she didn't say what goods they were for. As for the chats between President Biden and President Xi, we don't know when that might happen, but Biden officials have said they are working on making it happen possibly in the next one to three months. If it happens, it will be another video call like the two previous ones in November last year and in March this year. A face-to-face meeting will have to wait till after the Chinese Communist Party Congress takes place at the end of this year. I would think both leaders see this upcoming conversation as extremely important because the China-U.S. relationship is the most consequential bilateral relationship in the world. It's likely Mr. Biden may want to discuss guardrails, which will help define their competition space and prevent it from veering into conflict. They may also talk about global security issues, including Ukraine and also Taiwan. All right. Thanks a lot, Don. Let's move on to the next issue, which is presidency's economy. I mean, when you look at it, it is dangerously slowing. Take, for example, financing for his Belt and Road Initiative. That's kind of tanked. The COVID zero policy is getting a lot of criticism as well. And his continued support of Russian President Vladimir Putin, that kind of hangs by a thread, right? Now, ahead of the 20th Chinese Communist Party Congress, it seems like presidency is busy doing a bit of damage control. Now, from your perspective, Don, will President Xi's hold on power face any serious challenge in the next Congress? I mean, is the damage control enough, too little, too late? There is nothing to suggest that his grip on power is in danger. There has been a lot of chatter about whether his hand may be weakened because of what has been seen as policy missteps that he's made, such as his alliance with President Putin and also his zero-COVID policy, which has taken a huge chunk out of the economy. But we haven't seen any indication of any objections within the leadership to any of these sea policies. They have all presented a united front. Even that emergency meeting that Premier Li Keqiang had with 100,000 officials in May, where he sounded a grim warning about the economy, nothing was said about this zero-COVID policy being a mistake. 
There has even been talk that the outbreak in Shanghai and then in Beijing were caused by anti-sea camps wanting to make trouble for him. But, of course, all of that is speculation, and we will have to wait to see just how many of Xi's men are appointed to positions of power when the party congress comes around. If one of Xi's allies is named the next premier, then it would clearly show President Xi's dominance because the current candidates for that position, Wang Yang and Hu Chunhua, are not considered his men. This podcast is available on our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us. And now, back to our podcast episode. On the line with me is Tan Don Wei, China Bureau Chief for The Straits Times. Uh, we're taking a look at a few headlines coming out of China. Uh, final issue, Don, that we want to talk about. The Biden administration officials have decided to reject a vague new assertion by China that the Taiwan Strait is not international waters and are increasingly concerned the stance could result in more frequent challenges at sea for the democratically governed island. What do you think led to China making such a claim? I mean, is there any basis to it? And how has Beijing reacted to the U.S. rejection of their claims? China has always said that the Taiwan Strait is part of its exclusive economic zone. But to claim that it is not international waters and that China has sovereign rights over the strait essentially means that U.S. military ships cannot sail through. It is not a bold claim because China views Taiwan as a renegade province, which will someday be reunified with the mainland. And so the waters that separate the two are also under China's jurisdiction. But that this has surfaced now signals China's toughening stance over Taiwan as it sees the U.S. trying to regain influence in the region and also making provocative moves and remarks over Taiwan. Under the United Nations Convention on the Law of the Sea, or UNCLOS, countries can claim territorial waters up to 12 nautical miles, or 22 kilometers, from their coast. They can also claim an exclusive economic zone within another 200 nautical miles. The Taiwan Strait is 220 nautical miles at its widest. China has ratified UNCLOS, but the U.S. hasn't. And both sides may also have different interpretations of the rights and laws. But while China has made the sovereignty claim over the Taiwan Strait, it hasn't said whether it will enforce this position. I've been speaking to Tan Don Wei, China Bureau Chief for The Straits Times. The Asian Insider Podcast channel is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us.